0: Welcome, oh listener, to another episode of Spam, 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 Humbug. This is episode 102 of the podcast, and this week, it's a little bit different, it's much shorter as well. None of the recording sessions that I set up worked in terms of, you know, getting people on and having a discussion about whatever topics, which is kind of unfortunate, because it would have been cool to, you know, have a little bit more of a discussion about Shroud of the Avatar this week, given that launch was, actually I'm recording this on the day that Shroud of the Avatar launched, March 27th, but because of that I took the opportunity instead to just sit down with my eldest daughter and we fired up Ultima 6 which I've not introduced her to before now and we worked through the character creation process and then I just kind of let her explore um, Castle Britannia and Britain a little bit so and then I just decided you know what I'm just gonna record whatever conversation results from that so that is the subject of the episode this week I hope you enjoy it and you know just follow along if you like. Also, just a reminder, we are now hosted on anchor.fm, a new and much more social podcast hosting platform. Find us at anchor.fm slash podcast and take advantage of some of the neat community features there. You can leave us voice messages up to a minute in duration, or you can give our episodes applause. And if you're listening in the anchor app on iOS or Android, you can also engage with us via the discussions tab those of you who uh, do the smart home thing you can also find us on the apple home pod try saying hey siri play the podcast spam 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 humbug and see what happens and likewise if you're on google home if we aren't already available well you know what give it a try try saying hey google play the podcast spam 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 humbug And as always, this episode of Spam, Spam, Spam Humbug is brought to you by our Patreon backers. Thank you to everyone who supports the podcast and the Codex by that means. And especially a hearty thank you to our co-producers, Seth, Dominic, Chris, Violation, Adam, Eric, Thorwan, Pascal, Hellgriff, Aaron, the Hearth of Britannia, Edward, Stirring Dragon, Cranberry, Slegnor, Bruce, and Christopher. And now, enjoy the show. In these games, there's no dialogue. You have to read everything. Traded the Avatar's life of peril and adventure with the lonely serenity of a world at peace. But television Superman cannot take the place of friends who died at your side. Outside, a chill wind rises. We could wait for it to pan over to the window, but... Uh, And in moments, the storm is upon you. Tongues That's of lightning. That's a
1: crazy-looking light. Yeah, sort of.
0: I mean, you have to keep in mind, like, this game was made, what, 1991-ish?
1: Supposed So, so.
0: <laughs> they couldn't be quite as um, realistic as we can now with games. Like as Mario? Yeah. Tongues of lightning, lash the sky. Conducting okay. an unceasing crescendo of thunder. In a cataclysm of sound and light, a bolt of searing blue fire strikes Seriously? the earth.
1: That's crazy.
0: Lightning among the stones? Is this a sign from distant Britannia? You bolt from your house, stumbling, running blind in the storm, into the forest, down the path, through the rain, to the stones. Near the stones, the smell of damp, blasted earth hangs in the air. The frozen moment of lightning-struck daylight, you glimpse a tiny obsidian stone in the midst of the circle. Wondering, you pick it up. And from the heart of the stones, a softly glowing door ascends in silence.
1: Looks more like a portal to me.
0: Hmm. Exultant memories wash over you as you clutch the stone. When last you saw an orb such as this, it was cast down by Lord British to banish the tyrant Blackthorn. Hmm. But your joy soon gives way to apprehension. The gate to Britannia has always been blue, hmm. as blue as the morning sky. Abruptly, the portal quivers and begins to sink into the ground. Its crimson light wanes. Desperation makes the decision an easy one. And off you go.
1: Hmm.
0: Right, so... Here be the title screen. We should create a character. What name shall we be called by?
1: Uh...
0: You can play as a boy or a girl in this game, so whatever name comes to mind is okay. Amy. Mm. That just,
1: like, popped into mind.
0: Okay. So we're playing a female.
1: Have you... yeah. Have you ever heard of a girl... I mean, of a boy named Amy. I've heard Jamie.
0: True. Anyways. Okay, so we have some portraits. Okay? So this is our character's face that we can hmm. choose. We have a few to pick from.
1: Definitely not that.
0: <laughs> not the white-haired crazy one? No. Okay, so we have samurai-looking one. We have headband one. We have redhead. We have helmet. Looks we... too
1: much like Donald Trump to me.
0: Oh, dear well. Uh, or we have... This redhead with the uh, dagger the earrings. the
1: hair.
0: You want this one? Yeah. Okay, continue. So the whole thing about Ultima is that the way it creates your character, your character has three primary stats, strength, dexterity, and intelligence. So these kind of determine how good you are at fighting and how much you can carry and how many spells you can cast. And the way that it determines how many... Um points to give you in each of them is it asks you a bunch of questions
1: so that's where your got mana shirt came from mana
0: uh yeah well sort of yeah because yeah mana would be the magic points in the game mana mana i'm actually not sure if it's mana or mana probably mana so this is the gypsy wagon if you go into the gypsy wagon she asks i wonder what they're doing upstairs she asks you a bunch of questions and then based on how you answer them she gives you like you get assigned um in some games this would assign your character class so you would be like a paladin or a shepherd they don't do that in ultima six but it still influences like your stats your strength your dexterity your health how much you can carry that kind of stuff sit before me now and i shall pour the oh take it easy on the microphone there if you've pulled it out of the stand just leave it out of the stand otherwise it's way too loud to put back into the okay Behold the virtues of the Avatar. Let us begin the casting. You're but a peasant shepherd. Or no, although you're a peasant shepherd, you're discovered to be the sole descendant of a noble family long thought extinct. Do you honorably take up the arms of thy ancestors or go back to living your life in simplicity and peace?
1: Arms of the ancestors.
0: Okay. Ooh, purple you have managed to disarm your mortal enemy. That means you knocked his weapon out of his hands in a duel. He's at your mercy. Do you show compassion and permit him to give up the fight? Or do you slay him? Do you kill him where he is? A. Okay.
1: I wonder where Ooh, the gold. yellow.
0: A merchant owes your friend money and is long overdue. But you see that same merchant drop a purse of gold. Do you A... Return the purse to him intact, or B, give your friend some of the gold first.
1: Return it to him. Blue now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You've spent your life in charitable and righteous work. Your uncle, who is an innkeeper, is ill, and he asks you to take over his hotel. Do you give up the life that you've been living to help him, or decline and continue following your spiritual calling? Okay.
1: Why am I only picking A?
0: I don't know, I don't but know so far why. you've been picking A. Um, My
1: conscience keeps forcing me
0: to. Uh, well, now the questions get harder because now they're going to make you pick between choices you've already picked. So, you are you work for a king who unfortunately participates in the torture of prisoners. And each night their cries of pain reach you. Do you show compassion by reporting the deeds... Or do you keep quiet about it because you work for the guy? Okay. Okay. More yellow.
1: They did say compassion, so. Yes. That just gave me the answer. Whoops. (laughs) They did say compassion, so that just gave me the answer. Yeah,
0: there you go. Try and keep the mic by your mouth. I might be able to recover some of that in post, but we'll see. You and your friend are valiant, but poor warriors you've both set forth to slay a mighty dragon your friend thinks he got it first but you were the one who actually killed it do you honestly claim the reward or be sacrifice the gold for the sake of your friendship
1: B hmm. sorry my conscience is telling me
0: oh that's fine that's what these questions are meant to be you and your friends have been routed that means you've been defeated in battle and you've been ordered to retreat Defying your orders, do you stop in compassion to aid a wounded comrade? That means do you help another soldier who's been hurt? Or B, sacrifice yourself to slow the pursuing enemy so others might escape? That means you just stay behind and fight and eventually get killed. The path of the Avatar lies beneath thy feet, worthy Amy you, in some of the other Ultima games, you would have been a bard because most of your, you chose compassion every single time it came up. Um, What that means for you here is that I think you're going to have very high dexterity. Yeah. As you drink from the flask, vertigo overwhelms you. A soothing mist obscures the gypsy's face and you sink without fear into an untroubled sleep. You wake in a different time upon another world's shore. Though the Avatar's quest bring you both triumph and tragedy, never do you stray from the path of the eight Virtues. The sagas of Ultima 4 and 5 chronicle your perilous travels, and your name and your deeds are written forever among Britannia's legends. Finally, tempered by your struggles against the enemies of virtue, you are proven ready to answer the epic challenge of Ultima 6. And as if that weren't enough, the introduction... Ah! Here we go. Shoot, I must have skipped the other part of the introduction. So what happens in the other part of the introduction is you find out what happens when you go through the moon gate, which is to say you end up uh, in a different part of the world, which you'll eventually get, will eventually get to see, um, where the gargoyles are from. And they tie you to the altar, and they're about to ritually sacrifice you when your three companions, Dupre, Shamano, and Yolo, rescue you. Um and they rescue you by coming through yet another red moon gate and they grab you off the altar and they jump through it but three of the gargoyles follow you through so this game you start out right in the middle of a fight um you're this person right here in the middle okay that's you so we can just attack that gargoyle right there
1: Crazy. Ow. You okay? Yeah, it tells you up here how
0: you're doing. So this is what's called turn-based combat.
1: You're moving the house, Dad. (laughs) Almost. Seriously
0: so everybody in combat every every time anybody moves on the screen it's all done by turns right so now it's my turn again i can attack that guy oh still guy over there ow is that me yes
1: i thought it was the other green guy up there
0: there we go now if we're really lucky aha he does
1: what oops what is that what the
0: i like boomerangs i don't know why they're not that good of a weapon in the game but i like boomerangs so when you kill an enemy sometimes you can search them you can search their body see if they have like gold coins and stuff
1: or boomerangs
0: or boomerangs
1: you said you like boomerangs i do so Minds it just said boomerangs. <laughs> so. Okay.
0: Uh, all right, fine. Be that way. Uh, so I'm just... Uh, so yeah, what you can do here is like, this is my character screen. So that's what my character is wearing. <clears throat> and then this is the backpack. So the
1: the backpack. backpack?
0: Yes, you have a backpack. And inside that the backpack right now, crazy. All have, yeah, Right now, all I have inside the backpack is that, uh, it's called the Orb of the Moons. It's that stone that we found in the introductory sequence. So it's just right there. But we should probably talk to this guy. The king? Yes.
1: Old King Cole? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> His name is Lord British. He's the ruler of Britannia. He says, Amy, it is good to see thee again. Much has happened since I was last departed our realm. But I must make sure it's truly thee. Apparently there's a lot of imposters. Only the true avatar, see like I said, a lot of imposters, would know what was contained in the compendium I sent. So when you got this game initially, there was like a big booklet that came with it. Actually, I have it just in a box over here. How do giant squids crush their prey?
1: You have it.
0: I think I remember this one. They use their beak. How can one fend off rotworms? Rotworms don't like fire. How do sea serpents attack? Uh. Swim? Uh, no, they breathe fireballs at you.
1: No. <laughs> Just like swim?
0: Ah, tis indeed thee, Amy. Take this key. We'll unlock the safeho- the gatehouse by the southern entrance to the castle. Then you can use the lever to raise the portcullis, crank the lower to the drawbridge, and you can get into the sewers under the castle because, you know, that's totally where you want to go.
1: That's weird. Are <laughs> so trans- you being sarcastic? Because you're usually sarcastic about a lot of things.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but I don't really want to go inside a sewer.
1: Yeah, um, neither do I.
0: Okay, so here's where we start to get into the plot of the game. Let's tell you hmm. what's transpired since your last visit. Because remember, this is the sixth game in the series. Yeah. The vast underworld from which thou didst rescue me hath collapsed. Yet there are still forces of evil abroad in the land. Britannia is under attack by gargoyles, such as those thou didst fight. They have been coming up through the dungeons. Thus far they have mainly been attacking the Shrines of the Eight Virtues. When the Shrine of Compassion fell, Sir Geoffrey sent a party to free it. Do ask him of this mission. Perhaps he can prove of some assistance. While you're here, I've set aside a room in the castle for your personal use. It's in the west wing of the castle, just south of my own chambers. Mm. I've had my servants place some equipment in there, in case you should have need of it. Of course, you can feel free to borrow anything in my castle if you should need it. This is true of everything except for one fork.
1: What fork?
0: If you take the fork off of the table right where he sits at dinner time, um, <laughs> that ends poorly for you.
1: What the heck? <clears throat> What? Last Is it like the golden toilet plunger but a fork?
0: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's just that okay, so in this game, if you take something that isn't yours, it actually flags that as stealing. Okay, so every, uh, most objects in the game have an owner hmm. that's been assigned to them, right?
1: Like the, like the king British guy?
0: Right, or if like, you know, if I'm in some shop, like if I'm in a store elsewhere in the city, um, and I take something off the counter well that has been set as you know like it belongs to the shopkeeper and so if i pick it up the game treats that as stealing and if the shopkeeper is there and sees me take his thing he'll get angry and he'll call for the guards to come and arrest me or he'll just try and attack me or both (laughs) so what happens is everything in the castle is basically free for you to pick up
1: Except, the Except one fork. for
0: one fork, which is set as belonging to the king here specifically, and if you steal his fork, especially while he's sitting at the table, he will attack you and kill you dead in one hit.
1: That is crazy. So if to start the game again,
0: and then anytime you need healing, do but ask, and then we have to ask him about O R B. You shouldered British the black stone. Hmm. I have such a stone, as you may recall. I didn't know there were more such orbs. It'll serve you well in your travels if you learn to master its powers. To open a gate, use the stone, and carefully position it a few feet from thee. You'll discover that placement is the key. In the proper positions, the stone can conjure gates to take thee to numerous destinations. Uh, Ah. We should ask him about the rune.
1: Ah, yeah. Why would you ask him about the room, though?
0: Okay, so... To basically right now all of the eight shrines of virtue which are like the holy sites in this um, fantasy land are under mm-hmm. attack by the gargoyles and so to free them we need to find the rune for each of them and then we need to learn the mantra for each of them
1: kind of like a ruin
0: no uh, a rune is in this case it's like a carved stone You'll see. You'll see what it looks like here in a little bit. We gotta go find it. But first, let's explore.
1: Whoa, how'd you do that? You just walk. That is crazy. Yep. There's a whole bunch of doors.
0: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of rooms in the castle here. Watch.
1: What the So this
0: is, that is my bed. This is yes, although you can't actually sleep in beds in this game. But you can take that spell book that's there.
1: What spell book? I don't see it.
0: That thing that I just took off the desk.
1: I see a bag of money.
0: Aha, that bag isn't just money though.
1: It looks like a bag of money.
0: Okay, so we have a chest here. We can take the helmet and totally put the helmet on. Uh, we can take the boots. Potion. We can totally put the boots on. I see
1: a potion. I see some bread. Ah,
0: red potions are good because they cure poison. Oh cool. We should take this bag and then we'll take the meat and we'll take the bread. We can leave that. We'll take the lockpicks, torches might be useful. And do we need the shield? No, I don't usually use the shield. Then...
1: Can you read the bookshelf?
0: Uh, we can look in the bookshelf. So <clears throat> you can you can search things as well. Oh yeah, this is what I wanted to do here. Is uh
1: Dad one question. Is that the golden never mind that's a candle. Whoops. I is that didn't... the fork.
0: So we found more. These are the uh so what I'm grabbing right now, these are called reagents, and these are important pieces of spell casting because every magical spell that you can cast in this game has a bit of a recipe to it you have two backpacks uh no one of them is actually a bag
1: Oops. which one that one
0: well unfortunately it doesn't quite let you see this is the bag that's the backpack but it's all going away for right I now the one with the so. be... yeah. but... eh, nothing in the bookshelf so let's see, let's go further along over here. Oh yeah, this is the uh that's the king's bedroom. Not much in there. That's his closet. <laughs>
1: that's funny. Guest room.
0: Yeah, another guest room. Uh we should probably grab let's this find stuff. The kitchen. Oh yes, the kitchen's just over the other side. so here's just walk back over here
1: oh i know where you're going
0: over here here's the dining room
1: where's the king's
0: fork i think it's this one right here which one it's this one right here it's that little strip of silver beside the plate
1: let me just see oh yeah should we pick it up not right now when is it gonna Aha. be dinner time here's
0: the kitchen probably <laughs> good too
1: food? just wondering because it is a kitchen
0: all right well let's and see
1: need food in the game
0: okay so those are rolls We should probably take those dupre. dupre is a knight we don't need that is he a
1: friendly knight
0: yes he's one of your party members so you have a bunch of followers
1: so i totally forgot i had followers
0: yeah you have you have three followers to start you have dupre who is a knight You have Shamano, who's this guy here in the green, he's a ranger. And then you have Yolo, who's this guy here in the brown, he is a uh, bard. So I'll show you what happened. Well, in a little bit, you in some of the Ultima games, you have to eat a lot. Like in Ultima 7, your party members will actually start to say, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And if you don't feed them in time, then they'll actually start to um, die. In Ultima Six it doesn't quite work that way. In Ultima Six all you have to do is occasionally... Uh, basically, when you set up a campfire at night to sleep, that's when food gets eaten. Okay? So we can Let's go do out...
1: that one door.
0: This one here? This kind of the courtyard. Ah, and now we're outside. Whoa. So you can see, here's the castle... And there's, you know, the island and the drawbridge, or the moat that the castle is on. We need to go over here, though. Over where, where? I need to pull that lever. Then I need to use this here crank. Hmm. So one thing you'll find in this game is that, like, a lot of stuff is you can interact with it. Right? Which is kind of the, one of the reasons I like this game so much is because you can literally just about interact with everything.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right.
0: You know, you can pick up almost everything that isn't tied down. You can interact with just about everything. And there's a huge world to just walk around and explore.
1: Can I try?
0: Yeah, sure. Walk around for a bit.
1: What do you press?
0: You can use use the arrow keys or you can use the mouse. But maybe I'll just let you use the arrow keys. Tell
1: me what to touch and what not
0: to touch. Well, just use the arrow keys for now, okay? Because you can walk around. If you want to look at something, you hit L... Okay, so like here, let's stop for a minute, and if you hit L, okay, you hit L, and you see you get this little crosshair, so then you can use the arrow keys to move it around. I want to see this. And you can click on something.
1: Hang on, I gotta get this.
0: Oh. Okay, and then hit enter. You see a herbalist, or an herbalist. So someone who makes potions and that
1: stuff. That is cool. Can we go actually inside?
0: Yep, just walk up to the door.
1: I didn't know there was a door.
0: Yep. So yeah, there's a couple of different kinds of doors. This is a door over here. That's a door over there. They have a couple of different shapes. Sort of like in Minecraft. You know how you have like oak doors and pine doors and all the rest? Yeah. Much the same here. The oh, no. Okay, so I should have warned you about that. Sorry. <clears throat> So you see that little blue sparkling stuff on the ground? Yeah. That's the swamp. If you step in a swamp without swamp boots, you get poisoned. And if you get poisoned...
1: Better must use that potion.
0: You can die really quickly. No, what we're gonna do is we're going to use the Orb of the Moons. Ah, look, we've created a portal. Good thing too. We go through the portal. If you put the Orb of the Moons one square in front of your character, you get taken back to the king
1: and you're healed
0: and then you can just tell him uh heal there we go let's wander back out go around the jester that's what chuckles jester? that guy there see the guy juggling the ball
1: nice
0: oh yeah he's chuckles he's just a little annoying to talk to
1: chuckles that's a good name for a
0: oh Finn go away Finn is this guy here in green. You can barely see him against the grass. And he is basically just there to annoy you.
1: I thought it was that guy.
0: Ah. So here's your little party following you around. What is that? This is the Royal Mint so if you find gold nuggets at any point in the game like these that little gold nugget right there on the counter um you can bring them here and trade them in for gold look you see a gold nugget hmm. That's cool. you're hitting the wall Can't go that way
1: uh, I'm pressing zero.
0: Yeah, zero's not going to help you.
1: Maybe just gives you zero chance of going somewhere.
0: Yeah. Ah.
1: Did I step in it?
0: That's a tree, by the way. Sorry. It's hard to it tell. Like bushes. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, the point is, you can't walk around it, regardless.
1: I walk around trees all the time.
0: Yeah, or rather, you can't walk through it. You can walk around it. Ah, you can't
1: tell which one is me.
0: Okay, so let's go over that again. You're this one with the black hair. Okay. That's a window. You can't go through it. The door is just around the side.
1: Okay. There you go.
0: These well, some of them aren't even weapons. Like, uh, there's a rake,
1: I know there is,
0: shovel, pickaxe, sure. hoe, ladder, pitchfork,
1: axe. Though.
0: hmm You will actually need a shovel at one point in the game.
1: Why don't I get a shovel? Then?
0: Well, you can right now, but it's not necessary until we actually go on the pirate map what quest.
1: What about that knife or that? Hang on a second.
0: That is one flask of oil.
1: That's weird. It looks like a night vision potion. (laughs) Haha. No, seriously. It looks like a night vision potion.
0: Well, in a way, it can help you see at night. If you throw a flask of oil, wherever it lands, uh, erupts in fire. That's so weird. And then, so if you threw it at night, you'd be able to see a little bit better at night because, of course, the fire would make some light. not very helpful
1: just a woman yes that's kind of insulting because i'm a girl
0: well but i mean the point is everywhere you look in the game it'll either say like you see a woman or you see a man or you see a baker or you see a guard and until you actually approach them and ask them their name then it doesn't tell you anything about them huh. what about watch out for that swamp
1: mountain.
0: What about them? Can I go on them? They're impassable, unfortunately.
1: What would happen if I touched one?
0: Nothing. I mean, you wouldn't be able to move past it, but, you know, that's about it. See? Stuck.
1: Oh, man. Because I want to find something.
0: Well, that is kind of the fun of this game, is that once you're equipped for it, you can just go and explore all of this land and uh, find all kinds of interesting stuff
1: that
0: guy? A guard. Don't worry, I'm watching out. Yeah, don't step in the swamp. Oh. Here's someone's house. They've got a bed, they've got a stove, they've got nice some stuff. bread. A water vase. Looks like more like a jug, kinda. Yeah, well. I know that's a candle though. That is a candle. I'm watching out. What time? A little past seven o'clock, so we shouldn't go too much longer, but, oops, you've gotten yourself wedged in between a bunch of trees. There you go.
1: This is more of a forest. So basically, don't hit the blue?
0: Yeah, avoid the swamp for now until you get swamp boots.
1: That's just another guard. Yep.
0: Okay. And there's another house. And there's a farmer, I think. Is it a, girl or a boy? Woman. hmm
1: Can we go on the farm?
0: Oh yeah, you can walk on the farm. <clears throat> you can talk to people too. How do we talk? Tea then you move the cursor. Let's just let the uh, you see a rugged looking lady farmer. Welcome, friend. Then you can ask her some questions like name. My name is Linda job. I raise crops. If you'd like to buy some grain, just say the word. Interesting. Hi, Big. How you doing?
1: Should I type yes?
0: Uh, Well, if you want to buy grain, you can just say there's a keyword there, grain. And then she asks, okay, which of you? And there's four people in your party. Amy, Dupre, Shamino, YOLO. I don't know. uh, Me. It'll cost you two gold for a sack of grain. Interested? Right now, we don't need grain. But if you want to buy some grain, we can buy grain.
1: That works. Maybe we can use it for, like, dinner time.
0: (laughs) Well, actually, in some of the games, you can buy, um, in some of the games, you could make your own bread. People keep telling me that you can do that in Ultima 6, but I've never actually figured out how to do that. But at any rate, we have a sack of grain.
1: Thank you. Mm.
0: So that's, you know, that's how this part of the game works. You can just walk around and interact with NPCs, um, non-player characters, just basically the little characters in the game. Cows. Cows? Those are cows.
1: What are cows? Oh, the white dots?
0: The No, no, no. Go up. Go up further. Those are cows.
1: They look more like pigs.
0: Sort of, yeah. But they are cows.
1: Movie still playing, Laney? You should teach me how to get this.
0: I think I put it on the upstairs computer. I just haven't really introduced it to you yet.
1: Well, you just introduced it to me now.
0: There you go. But yeah, this is this is a game that I spent way way too many hours in. Because it's kinda of one of those games where you can get yourself lost in. There's a story and you can follow the story and you can finish the game pretty quickly. Oh, okay. Well she'll be home soon, so we can give it to her. This is the mayor's office. I gave it to her. But uh then? That's the mayor behind the desk there. Mm. You might not be able to talk to him from here.
1: It looks like a her.
0: Oh, no, that's not the mayor. That's the mayor. She's the lady that runs the Royal Mint.
1: Oh. I'm just... So a... Royal what?
0: Mint. So a mint is where coins and money is made.
1: But I'm thirsty.
0: Okay, well, we'll get you a drink. And you know what? Actually, this is a pretty good place to break for now. But uh, quick, quick intro to Ultima 6.
1: Thanks. Could okay, we all listen to our podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to make it first. How do you make it? Well, maybe I can show you that another evening this week. It's not like we have beavers no, or cubs. he's a villager. Ah, he's a villager. Okay. But if you talk to him. So T, right? Just hang on, move. Mm-mm. You see a preoccupied man holding a ledger under one arm. I Records to keep. Uh, it's like a, it's kind of like a checklist. <laughs> Records yeah. to keep, festivals to plan. I'm so busy, but I can spare you a moment, lady. All right, what's your name? I am Tholden von Basilius, Chancellor to Lord British. In my younger days, I was known as the werecat of the wine cellar. Job. All the little details of governing, all the paperwork falls on my shoulders. Someone it must do it. Safranes. Yet I miss the days when I was a carefree adventurer. Hmm?
1: It said saffron.
0: Did it? Governing. the The text looks a little weird, doesn't it? Let's ask him about the rune. Maybe he knows something about it. Ah, the rune and mantra of compassion are in the keeping of the bards at the conservatory. Oh, that's useful to know. I entrusted them with the rune due to their compassionate nature. And as for the other runes, they are no longer together as they were when the codex was recovered. Since then, they've become scattered throughout the land. Each was sent to a town near its shrine. It's good uh, to know. A codex. Ah, the codex of ultimate wisdom is like the big important book in the game.
1: The, like the book you have? Maybe. Because it is that kind of book, as you can
0: um, guess. Yeah, uh, maybe. I'm not sure which well, book you're referring you. to. You
1: did say you had a book that explained ultimate sex. So ah. it makes sense that it might be that book.
0: Well, yeah. Okay, sort of. Yeah. It's not a clue book, but yeah.
1: I know, but it has to give you at least one hint, or else really every book I read, like box it gives me like a hint. Or like what I do. I was reading that Bitsbox books. Gave me a hint on a really hard one.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, I'm going to quit for now because we should probably get back upstairs. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, there. Brief introduction to Ultima 6. And, uh, I'll have to get you set up so you can keep playing that at some point.
1: Thanks.
0: If you want to participate more directly in the podcast, you can send us an email at ultimacodex at gmail.com or if you're feeling a bit braver, you can leave us a voice message in one of three places. The podcast website, our Facebook page, or on anchor.fm. You're also welcome to join us on Discord to chat with us and to lurk or contribute to podcast recordings when they happen. If you want to join the Ultimate Dragons, you can do so at udic.org where you can choose your very own dragon name. You can also find the Ultimate Dragons on Facebook and on Google+. You can follow at Ultima Dragons on Twitter or join them on Slack or Discord and if you're feeling really old school you can even fire up a Telnet client and check out the Wearmount. If you'd like to support Spam 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 Humbug you can do so at Patreon where for as little as a dollar a month you can get access to episodes the day before they go live for everyone else. You'll also get access to behind the scenes audio on occasion and possibly other interesting content. But if a monthly subscription isn't your thing you can always buy your video games at GOG. We are a partner of that fine site and every time you buy one or more games at GOG via the links on our websites or in the show notes, that helps us out. But we also welcome your moral support. You can like the Ultima series on Facebook, follow at Ultima Codex on Twitter, or leave the podcast a review on iTunes. And you're welcome to share our episodes with your friends and social media circles. Spam, 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 Humbug is a production of the Ultima Codex. You can find show notes online at Spam, 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 humbug.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, be virtuous.